I always like to start with the things where we know we can get it to work. And then as you advance and grow, you can invest in those more complicated things down the line if you need them. This episode of the Unstoppable CEO podcast is sponsored by our referrable book program, where we'll create a great lead generating book for you. If you've always wanted to write a book for your business, but never managed to get it done, let us do it for you. To find out if this is a fit for you, schedule a quick 20 minute intro call with me at unstoppableceo.net. Click the book a call button. Now on to the episode. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and I'm really excited to be here with you today. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about a kind of a mantra that I've been kind of living by and, and really taken on since the beginning of the year here. And uh, the, the mantra is the less I do, the more I make. In fact, I actually, I have that stuck right to my monitor. You can see it right there. Um, and I look at that all the time while I'm working. And I just decided that this would be the year where I really optimize the business to reduce the amount of time that I need to be directly involved. And so over the next few episodes, I am going to be talking through some of the thinking that that is going into this um, and uh, sharing that with you. Hopefully it will help you think a little bit about your own business. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, that's awesome. Um, but there is also a video that goes along with this. You can find that over on our YouTube channel. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net, just uh, look for the link to the YouTube channel there in the footer. Um, and it'll also be embedded with this episode on our website at unstoppableceo.net slash podcast. This is episode 218. So look for it there. And um, let's get started. I want to uh, really break this down for you. So, you know, to, to really be able to get to a point where you're free from a lot of the, the ins and outs, the day-to-day -day of your business, where you're working less and making more, you've really got to simplify things. And so, um, you know, as I started really thinking about, well, what's, what's involved here on the marketing side of this? Because I got to get that part kind of set up first so that it functions um, with as little input from me as possible. And we're frankly pretty much there already. So I'll be kind of walking you through some of the thinking that, that has gotten us there in this episode. Um, and so the first thing that you need to realize is that there are only two activities um, in business development. There are only two things you've got to worry about. The first one is opening new relationships. And if you think about it, this makes perfect sense because we've got to somehow start a relationship with people that could possibly do business with us. Uh, we might start that relationship through a referral. We might start it through um, advertising or direct mail or networking, but somehow we've got to start a relationship with somebody who doesn't know who we are and who might need what we do. Right? So that's the very first thing. And once you've opened that new relationship, then the next logical thing you have to do is you've got to deepen that relationship. You've got to deepen both the relationship and trust. And so as we start thinking about how we're going to approach business development, we need to account for both of these things. And 
a lot of times people will get one of them or the other one of them, you know, right. And they'll be focused on it, but they won't have, you know, both of them in place. So there are a lot of people out there who are really great at nurturing relationships and networking and staying in touch with people and all that, but they don't create all that many new relationships. There are others who are doing a great job creating new relationships. Maybe they got lead generation really going and dialed in, but they're, they're not deepening the relationship. If you don't have both, you've got a real problem. You know, in the first case, you've got, a, you know, a really small but warm market and not a lot of opportunity because you're not opening enough new relationships. In the second case, you know, you might be opening lots of relationships, but you have holes in the bucket. And so you're, you're really not making the most out of the asset, I guess would be the best way to describe it. You're not making the most out of, out of the investment that you're making in opening those relationships. So we want to do both. And, you know, as you're thinking about your business development, you've got to factor both of those in. And so, so then the, the next piece of this that I like to think about are, um, what are the ingredients that I need? What are the pieces that I need to really do effective business development where I'm not as involved? And so I really break that down into three key ingredients. And the, the first one is an idea or ideas. And these are specific kinds of ideas. You need ideas that the market cares about and that they'll pay attention to and that maybe set you apart. So that's the first thing that you need. You need ideas, ways to communicate value uh, without actually having transferred the value. So you've got to be able to communicate the things that you do and the way that you help people. The, the second is packaging. And um, this is, is one that I think um, and if you're watching on video, you can see I can't write and spell and talk all at the same time. Packaging is really, really important. Packaging is the way that we're actually going to be able to convey what we want in a way that doesn't require us having to be there. Um, so we've got to take these ideas and we've got to package them in a way that allows us to communicate them um, and communicate them with leverage. You know, and um, I used to go out and, you know, I do a lot of networking and I was the package for my ideas. So I had to show up and physically be present to communicate the ideas. It wasn't a very leveraged way to do it. It was effective, but it wasn't very leveraged. And so, you know, that packaging is a, a key component here. And then the, the third key component is distribution. And so as we're thinking about these ideas and we package them, now we've got to have a way to distribute the ideas. Now, if you can put those three things together, you now have um, all of the ingredients that you need to open new relationships and deepen the relationships. So now you just need some methods of, of you know, one method of opening relationships and, and really one method of deepening those relationships, strengthening them over time. and my two favorite methods for doing that, um, if you've listened to the podcast for very long, you know that that my number one method for opening new relationships is to use a book, to package up your ideas, the way that you deliver value and package those ideas in a book because books have extremely high perceived value and they're easy to distribute. So they, they carry a ton of authority. They can actually increase your authority 
you know, when I was going around networking, it was my idea was a package in the most expensive possible packaging there could be in me. I had to be there physically to deliver the idea. And because I was physically delivering the idea, I actually uh, was at a disadvantage because I didn't convey all that much authority as a result. But when you package your ideas in a book, you instantly gain more authority and you gain tremendous leverage. And so that's why I'm, I'm such a big fan of packaging things in books, why we talk about it a lot. Um, even going back to uh, my very first book, Unstoppable Referrals, you know, at that point, we, we knew then that this was just the most powerful way to convey your ideas and get them out there and get those ideas selling for you. At the end of the day, that's what we're really talking about is taking these ideas, packaging them up and distributing them so that they can sell for you. So that's method number one is to have a book. Method number two is to have a podcast. And the reason that I'm such a big believer in podcasts is not because I'm you know particularly excited about being a podcaster. It's great. I love it. It's fun. But it is one of the easiest ways to do multiple things with your business development all at the same time. So it fits totally in this idea of the less I do, the more I make. And so when I do podcast interviews, you know, um, you've undoubtedly seen some of the interviews I've done with other people. What I'm doing there is I'm building relationships and I am developing relationships with people who I want to partner with in some way. I want to collaborate. Um, that's probably an even better word for it. I want to collaborate with them. And so I'm using the podcast as a way to be able to, you know, or as a place to be able to invite them um, and to begin a relationship and begin a collaboration by leading that collaboration where I'm the one that's stepping up and, and saying, you know, right off the bat, hey, I've got this great platform, this podcast, why don't we have an interesting conversation? And I'll share it with everybody that I know, you know, would that benefit you? So the podcast gives me a great way to develop partnerships and, and do all the networking that I used to do, but it used to be really difficult to do that. I have to leave the house. You know, I could only network really well with people in my, my own community. Now I network with people all over the world and, um, and never, you know, I don't have to go and waste time driving and going to meetings and frankly, when I was going to those networking meetings, most of the time, the people I really wanted to meet, the real decision makers weren't in the room. They were sending people. And so this way I get to go directly to the decision maker most of the time. And so it allows me to develop partners that I want to collaborate with. It allows me to distribute my ideas. Uh, one of the ways I do that is doing what I'm doing right now with you, with talking through uh, the ideas that we use to create value for people. Uh, and so it, it creates for me really easy content. You know, I used to write. And for those of you who have been in, in our world for a long time, you'll know at one point I wrote a daily email to our email list. Um, I've written over a thousand emails just in, in that group of emails. You know, uh, we did it for like four years. Um, and so every weekday I'd write an email to our list and it, it was great. We got good results from it, but it took so much time and it took a ton of energy because I'd have to come up with a new idea every day to put in an email and send out. Now we got great feedback and our business benefited from it, but it just got to a point where I couldn't keep up. 
And, um, and it certainly doesn't fit with the idea of the less I do, the more I make. So the other thing the podcast allows me to do is it allows me to uh, create content and use that content, which is a byproduct of me developing these relationships because I'm just recording the networking conversations I would have had otherwise. Now, obviously, it's not the exact same conversation that you would have in, say, a, you know, a coffee date or a, a lunch meeting or something with someone. But um, it's actually a better conversation because both parties are showing up fully present with their A game on because, you know, I know it's being recorded, the guest knows it's being recorded, and they know they're here to promote themselves. So um, I actually get a better version of them than I would get at a lunch meeting. And it really allows me then to use the byproduct of the, the networking that I need to be doing anyway to create all the content that I need for our marketing. And so, you know, in about an hour a week, um, and sometimes a little bit less than that, I'm able to, uh, you know, create every bit of content that, that we need for our marketing. And then that goes out in our email, it goes out in our social media, you know, and it also ends up going into our pre-sales content. So, um, you know, a lot of the episodes where I'm recording an idea like this, this will get repurposed. And so when somebody books an appointment with us, they'll see some pieces of content um, that sort of warm them up ahead of us having a sales conversation. And I get all of that done out of that one hour a week. And um, obviously there's a lot of work that has to happen behind the scenes to make, you know, the podcast what it is, but I don't have to do any of that. There's a team in place for that, you know, and so we'll talk about team and, and developing your team and systems in one of the upcoming episodes, because we're going to do a little series here on this whole idea of the less I do, the more I make. But, but the team, you know, is really critical because I just want to show up and do the part that I really need to do and then let the team take over and the systems take over to um, have all of the rest of this happen. And because I'm packaging my ideas, because I've really systematized through the podcast, all my relationship development, you know, I've now got a tremendous amount of leverage in my entire business development uh, operation. So let's, let's talk about this idea of leverage. And, and, you know, it's important because you know, I landed on these two tools, these two methods for a reason. And I want to kind of illustrate that for you. So, you know, if we think about, you know, and if you're listening on the podcast, you might want to think in terms of, of uh, four quadrants where along the bottom axis is, you know, the difficulty uh, or the ease of, of doing whatever business development activity, the easier it is, the farther to the the uh, right we go. And then from the bottom going up, uh, we start with low leverage activities and move up to high leverage activities. And so in this lower left quadrant, we have low leverage activities that really require you to be an expert marketer. And, you know, for those activities, the, the things that we see people trying most often are things like, you know, LinkedIn outreach, um, as much as people want to tell you that anybody can, you know, be a guru on LinkedIn, it's not very high leverage. 
and you need to be pretty good at your messaging and your um, and your outreach process to be able to do that. Cold email probably fits right in here as well. You know, where you need to have some pretty significant marketing skills and there's not a whole lot of leverage there. Now, that in that sort of same vein of where you really need to be an expert marketer, if we go up to the things that are higher leverage, you have things like SEO. So SEO, you can get tremendous leverage on, but you had better be an expert at it to really get any real great results. And, you know, the same thing with things like, um, you know, advertising um, and funnels, you know, all of that, you, you will get great leverage, but you had better really know what you're doing or you're going to lose a lot of money and not get a lot of result. Now, I always want to think about how can I set this up? And particularly when we're working with clients, how can I set something up that virtually anyone can do? And it gives them a lot of leverage. Now, most of the clients that, that you know, we're working with, they've already figured out the any, anyone can do it part, but they haven't figured out the leverage part. So they're out there doing networking, which anyone can do, but it's extremely low leverage, right? And we've all probably been there and you know done that sort of belly to belly face to face networking harder to do now with the way the world is certainly but you know that will come back um, and it's coming back in places you know but anybody can do it and you don't get a whole lot of leverage out of it but anybody can do it if you go up a little bit from there social media posting virtually anybody can do that if you've got any kind of tech skills but there's not a tremendous amount of leverage in there because you've always got to post again because the last post that you put up there is gone. And so it creates this sort of hamster wheel that if that's where you start getting clients from, you've got to now stay on the hamster wheel and stay ahead of it. Um, and, and that's not a great place to be. So now if we look at where we all really want to be is with something that's simple, that virtually, you know, method that anybody can do, but gives you high leverage. Well, one of the really common ones that, that people have often done is speaking. Now, you may say, well, not everybody can speak, but pretty much everybody can, you know, and, and a lot of people do. And I don't mean speaking, um, you know, maybe on the big stages where you're getting paid, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for a main stage speech, but you can go speak at an association or in, you know, a, a community group or wherever would be appropriate. And most people can do that and it's got some leverage to it. So, you know, that that's a, a good viable alternative. Um, what I don't like about it is that it puts other people in control. So it, it really gives the control to the person who has the stage. So you've got to get picked to be the one on the stage and it's hard to create consistency around that, which is really why I've settled on the, the two methods that we talked about before. So, you know, a book, I believe anybody could write a book. Um, you might need help, you know, and, and our team certainly can help you do that. But I do think anybody can write a book um, and uh, particularly a great lead generating book because it doesn't have to be incredibly long, but it gives you a great deal of leverage and uh, you actually can give you even more than what I've given it credit for here on the drawing. Uh, it, it can give you extreme leverage when you 
put your ideas in a book because they can work for you. So I wrote Unstoppable Referrals in 2014. We're now seven years on from that. It's still delivering clients to us consistently. Um, and that's work that I did once seven years ago. And, uh, and so I'm still reaping the rewards of that and, and finding leverage from that. Uh, the other one is, uh, you know, a podcast. So we talked about a podcast and where it sort of fits in, in helping you deepen those relationships um, that the book has opened the door on. And a podcast, literally anybody who can speak can do. Um, that's one of the things I really like about it. Even if you don't, even if you don't feel comfortable going out and being a public speaker on a stage, if that makes you nervous, you can do a podcast because all it is is having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone, probably over Zoom. And we've all gotten real comfortable having one-on-one -on -one conversations with people over Zoom over the last year. And uh, all we're doing is taking that and recording it and publishing it to the world. Literally anybody can do it. Uh, now, there's some technical stuff on the back end and all of that, you know, and there's different ways that you can go about getting that solved. Um, you know, we've got a complete done for you service. So all you have to do is show up and talk, but we've also got programs that, you know, that'll just guide you through it. And so even if you don't have a big budget, we've kind of packaged up all the systems and the processes and everything to guide you through it. And if you're looking for free, there's tons of free information out there on how to start a podcast. Uh, obviously trade-off is that, that you've got to go find it all, but it's out there um, and anybody can do it. You don't need any special skills to do it. You really don't need any fancy or expensive equipment to do it. And that's why I like those two tools, the book and the podcast, because they're extremely accessible and they give you tremendous leverage. And so you don't have to be an expert marketer, but you still get a lot of the benefits that you would otherwise get from having some of these high leverage marketing tools that, you know, some of these other things that, that you see out there, whether it's, you know, running ads or building these complex funnels and all that, just so difficult to make those work. Even for the pros, it's so difficult to make those work um, and make them profitable. I always like to start with the things where we know we can get it to work. And then as you advance and grow, you can invest in those more complicated things down the line if you need them, but oftentimes you won't need them. So, so anyway, this is the first of a series of episodes that I'm going to be recording around the idea of the less I do, the more I make. And again, I just want to give you just a little bit of food for thought, just some, some ideas to get you thinking, how can you transition yourself towards working less and making more? And, um, and the place you really need to start is with business development, because if you can't get that on the rails and get leverage in that, then it's going to be really difficult to get the rest of the business there. So in the next one in this series, we'll talk a little bit more about um, team and we'll talk a little bit more about systems and kind of creating the space to be able to, to make this transition. Um, and actually in the very next episode, I'm going to talk about time management and the the real shift I've had to make this year and how I'm structuring my time to make this happen. Um, and uh, so stay tuned for that. It's going to, I think it's going to be really important, maybe one of the most important episodes of the podcast that we've ever done. And, you know, that's, I think that's saying something we're uh, over 200 episodes in at this point. So stay tuned for that next one. If you need help implementing any of this stuff, um, 
drop us an email. You can email me directly. Uh, just send an email to steve at unstoppableceo.net and we'll be happy to help you. And uh, look in the, the comments below. I'll put a link um, in the show notes and uh, in the YouTube uh, uh, description with uh, a link to a presentation that goes a little bit deeper into how we implement uh, some of this stuff, particularly around the book for folks. Um, and so anyway, thanks for paying attention today, folks, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Help others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.